The views expressed on this podcast, along with all episodes of the Grateful Thread podcast, are solely host opinions. Our content should not be taken as indisputable and is for entertainment purposes only. This episode is generously sponsored by Osage Retreat Center, located in the heart of Oklahoma. Imagine a place where your creativity knows no bounds, where the gentle whispers of nature inspire your craft, and where laughter with your creative circle becomes the soundtrack to your quilting adventures. Welcome to Osage Hills Retreat, a quilter's paradise nestled in the historic Osage County, Oklahoma. This is where your quilting dreams come to life. Are you ready to gather your creative circle and embark on an unforgettable journey? Discover the perfect place to create, craft, and connect with friends at Osage Hills Retreat. Picture yourself surrounded by fellow quilters, sharing stories and sewing together. At Osage Hills Retreat, it's not just about quilting, it's about connecting. Their fully equipped quilting space is designed to make your creative journey seamless. From beginner to expert, every quilter finds their home there. And when you need a break, step outside. The beauty of Osage County will take your breath away as you find inspiration in every corner. Unlock endless creativity with uninterrupted crafting time. It's your opportunity to begin and complete those special projects that you've been dreaming of. Book your quilting getaway today and immerse yourself in the art of quilting in the heart of Oklahoma. Visit them online at osagehillsretreat.com or give them a call at 918-630-7053. Osage Hills Retreat, Oklahoma's destination retreat center. Hey Threadheads, welcome to the Grateful Thread Podcast, where we're creating a community for cool quilting newbies and experienced quilters to unite. Pull up a seat because you can always sit with us. We're your hosts. I'm Lacey Messerly of Messy Quilts, and I'm a chicken farmer. And I'm Ashlyn of Urban Dwell Studio, and if I sound weird today, it's because I had some dental work done. And Ashlyn is getting new teeth, but the fake teeth that they gave me to chill with don't fit. So I... I'm I'm sans two teeth right now, and it sounds a little goofy, so stick with us. <laughs> You're handling it really well, because didn't the dentist say it was only going to be a couple days? Then, yeah, like... I'm mortified. It's fine. <laughs> You're handling it really well, like a champ. So. Thanks. Such happy... a first world problem. Yeah, happy new teeth for Ashlyn. That's going to be exciting. Um, Julie Quilt in Washington has a um, review for us, and it kind of sounds like an ad, and I kind of love it. So we'll roll with it. <laughs> yeah. Julie says, looking for a quilting podcast that doesn't take itself so seriously? Want to feel like you're hanging out with your quilty, snarky friends? Well, you can always sit with us. Having a blast listening to quilt talk that includes all types, all experience levels, except for the quilt police, and is filled with laughs and some great interviews, too. <laughs> so cute. Thanks, Julie. Thanks for listening. I think we should just start like framing them or like pinning them on a wall. Oh, that's a great Wouldn't idea. That be cute, writing them on little sticky notes or something. Yeah, I really like that idea. Oh, before we move on from the like review realm, I want to just take a moment and thank our international listeners. When you guys rate and review our podcast, it just shows up like on your com or not your company, your country's like Apple Podcast. So we don't see it unless we like specifically go to each and every individual country. Mm -hmm. So we we miss those a lot of times. But thank you guys so much for listening. We get like the statistics and we have a cool little map that we get through our podcasting host. 
and it's just like so colorful. It is. You guys are listening from all over the world and it really means a lot to us. It kind of doesn't feel real. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> so yeah. shout out to our one listener in India, <laughs> um, our threadheads in Ecuador and Mexico and Sweden, New Zealand, Egypt and Kenya. <laughs> it's insane. And everywhere else, like in yeah. between those places, like so many countries are represented mm-hmm. by our listeners and we're really grateful for you guys. Yep. And I think that we did, um, moving on from um, where they're listening, I think that we just opened international mm-hmm. shipping. We're trying to get that opened. Yeah. So check back often. Yeah. So stick shipping with Shipping is kind of strange, but we are trying to get it figured out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So do you want to just share where what they can do to like get involved and leave those reviews so we can see them. Yeah, absolutely. So you can um, share on, or you can do a review on Apple podcasts on Google podcasts. We had one review on audible. So (laughs) our one listener on audible, I didn't even know we were on there. So thank you for sharing those and share us on Instagram, what you're listening to, what you're up to. Um, The more you share, the more people find us. I'm actually really surprised. We've been at this, what, 10 months now. Mm -hmm. And we They'll have people saying, I just found you. So because you are sharing, it helps us be found. And like reviews like that one that you just read are really helpful. For me, when I'm looking for a new podcast, I want to see that people have connected with the podcast Mm -hmm. and like know their why. And yeah. Mm -hmm. So the the positive reviews really outweigh negative reviews on stuff like that. Absolutely. People have their own tastes, and I'm sure sure we're not for everybody, but if we are for you, the positive review really, really, really helps us find more friends. Yep. Liking, tagging, sharing. Um, And other ways you can connect is on Instagram Lives. Tag us Mm -hmm. at the Grateful Thread Podcast. Yep. Um, And you can buy some merch, which we'll get into in just a moment. And you can tag yourself wearing it in your stories. And we love resharing it and seeing your guys' cute faces. I know. <laughs> I really like we just got a little bit of a splurge of um, reshares. And it's been really fun from English paper piecing to shopping to I just love seeing what you're doing. Coffee yeah, dates. For sure. All right. Um, on to that boring part. The part. <laughs> the cringy part. <laughs> the cringy do. part. <laughs> The worst part. <laughs> um, but actually really exciting. Yeah. Um, so the merch, we have decided to continue giving the free sticker with orders through the end of the year. So it's 2023. If you are purchasing a merch item in 2023, you're going to be getting a free sticker with your order. They do ship separately. So just be looking for two separate packages. One comes in a cute envelope. And yeah. Um, additionally... We have a new sticker that I designed that I'm <laughs> I'm trying to hide in my mouth right now because I'm like smiling really big. I'm really proud of it. It's a seam ripper and it says, now watch me rip, watch me nene. And I'm 10 out of 10 proud of this sticker. So mm-hmm. you guys should go buy it. Yep. That's a good one. <laughs> it's pretty cute. Um, we also have a really exciting new product. We have some sew-in labels. They have our... Um, Grateful Thread podcast logo, just the hand, and it says handmade, and they're black and edgy and funky, Mm -hmm. and they come in packs of five. Um, I think they're like under $15, which we'll we'll get into that in a little bit 
in the like meat of our episode. Um, but yeah, these labels are giving me life. And I'm you can really use excited. them for anything. Mm-hmm. You can use them for your bags. They're small enough to use for bags, yep. totes, yep. quilts. We were really like intentional about the scaling of them. Didn't want them to be too big to like overpower your smaller items, but big enough to be on a quilt. So it's you can make sure fantastic. you're uh, labeling <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everything. <laughs> um, we also have some mugs. Yes. On our website, thegratefulthreadpodcast.com. Yep. I just added the logo mug and we added the studio tour mug a little bit ago. It's just like a little sketch that I did. It's like a pretend made up studio. It has just like a ton of little items to look at and kind of like, I don't know, it's not a hidden picture, but it's just like an interesting little scene to like kind of pretend you're part of while you're sipping your I know beverage. I kind of like when I saw it I had a feeling of like a New York studio apartment like this is where I go to just like enjoy my day with my apron on <laughs> it's like not like high high like level artistry it's just like a fun doodly little sketch and like the thought of like being there is really fun yep um lastly the best one of the best ones you've had and finally i've had this idea floating in my head for a little bit um but i just put them up a week a little over well i guess it's two weeks yeah Yeah. Um, end of october yeah and i was going to wait for the next drop but something was like i feel like we just need this shirt right now right um so i put them up and like a couple of days later Matthew Perry died. And if you don't know what shirt I'm talking about, it's our quilter's t-shirt. And the quilter is in the Friends font and it looks like a Friends logo, but it says quilter. And like the reasoning behind it was just like quilters are such good friends and like you guys are really special to us and to each other. And Uh my best friends I've ever made are quilters and it's really cool um so i would encourage you guys to buy those for your friends you guys can twin super cute they come in pink black and white Uh and and it was yeah and you put it out before it was just incredibly odd timing yeah to like capture that moment Mm -hmm. and now those t-shirts are even more special and meaningful so yeah all right i think that's all the merch yep Yay. Sorry if you guys started crying about Matthew Perry. <laughs> I know. I go in and out. Getting kind of emo. <laughs> I know. I saw like a meme that had like the friends with him like kind of like grayed out a little bit. And I was like, that's so weird. Yeah. I saw a post on TikTok and it was like outside their New York apartment. And it was just like the name of the um, TikTok, like the caption said the one where where Chandler left and I was just like no (laughs) (laughs) or the one where Chandler says goodbye I think that's what it said and I just like was like crying in the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome Okay, what are we talking about today, Ash? So on to something a little bit more cheerful. Yes. Um, We are talking about quilt gifting. We sort of decided to split the topic in half and do stuff and quilty gift ideas for quilty friends, as well as gifting to 
well, I guess they could also still be quilters, but as far as like gifting your quilts. So actual quilts. We're, yeah. We're mm-hmm. wanting to set you up and make sure that those like all those boxes are being checked. So mm-hmm. we kind of created like an extra special quilty gift guide a little bit. Yeah. Um, and obviously the holidays are coming up, mm-hmm. um, but this can hold true for any time of the year. Yeah. Birthday gifts. Yep. Anything like that. Yeah. And we also want to recognize that. Not everybody celebrates Christmas. Not everybody has the same traditions, but I think it's kind of just like a season of giving. And I, Lacey and I personally don't do a lot of gifts. Like we have very small lists that we want to buy for. We decided early in our relationship that like we, we don't want more stuff. Mm -hmm. So we keep it really simple personally um, and we totally understand if like this doesn't apply to you and right. your habits totally. or budget or whatever, but we've had a lot of requests for this episode and we're really passionate about gifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so we, we wanted to make this episode and yeah. Well, and there's just a lot of different ideas around just besides here have a quilt. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of opinions and, you know, options around it. Totally. Um, yeah. So I'm excited for this one. Yeah. At the very minimum, you can like use these ideas to pile, like compile your own wish list. Right. So like if you're asked this season what you would like to receive and you haven't thought about it, here's some ideas for you. Yep. Yep. That's a great idea. Um, and we even last year, if people have followed us along, uh, we actually quilted each other quilts mm-hmm. last year yeah. and that was really fun. Yeah, we looked at each other and we're like, quilters don't usually get quilts. Once you're a quilter, people yeah. don't make you quilts anymore. And like, I want to see what you can make for me. Yeah. And I, I use your quilt all the time. I used it last night at the movie. <laughs> it's my movie quilt. <laughs> I use your quilt when I have it. I'm yeah, it's, it's upstairs. I need to get it to you before you leave today. <laughs> I it's borrowed okay. it back. That's that's the purpose of them. Uh-huh. You can borrow yep. them at any time. Okay, so let's start with actual gifting of quilts. Okay. Firstly... If you're gifting a quilt for Christmas, we need to not not disclaim. It's a warning reminder that your long armor has deadlines. Massive deadlines. Take it away, long armor. <laughs> um, so currently right now I am in, in where I'm at. I'm okay for Christmas, but I know that there are a lot of people who are established who are already booked for Christmas. That it's, you're already, if you don't, if you're not on schedule, you won't get it long armed. Um, you can just make sure that you're respectful of their timelines and what they're doing. If you're messaging them on December 15th probably a little bit too close they have a life as well yeah their families have traditions and holiday experiences they want to mm-hmm. have together and mommy or daddy doesn't need to be quilting a quilt yeah that you're, you thought of in april but waited until right your unplanning <laughs> isn't their problem yeah mm-hmm. um, but that doesn't mean that you can't quilt it yourself yeah um you can totally baste it yourself and straight line stitch it mm-hmm. if, you, if you get too close to the deadline but um, I, I know for me, I'm always willing to squeeze it in if I need to. If somebody yep. I know and love, I don't mind. Yep. Mm-hmm. But just be mindful. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's get on to the making gifting part first. Mm-hmm. Um, I last year gifted my best friend Whitney's quilt. I used the scraps from that quilt to make a like matching drawstring bag. So cute. And it's pretty cute. Not going to lie. <laughs> and it like fit the quilt perfectly. And it looked so cute. 
like giving it to her. And yeah, I, I think you can keep things really simple. I do have that tutorial on my website and we can link it. Um, but like, just maybe think outside of the box. Like you mm -hmm. don't have to make a full blown quilt for right. somebody. It can be a small project. It can be, mm -hmm. I freaking love potholders. <laughs> I do I too. love them. I didn't think I liked them until recently. And I'm like, I could use some potholders. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, maybe, uh -huh. maybe I find myself some new potholders or make them. And but, obviously zippy bags yeah. are a big one. Our friend Gigi makes a ton of zippy bags. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's link well, Gigi's we'll stuff. Gigi's, Gigi's stuff. stuff is so good. And if you're in a pinch and you don't want to figure out how to sew a zipper, mm -hmm. just go to Gigi's website. <laughs> yeah, Gigi, can, Gigi can hook you up with those. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so there is different, different options besides quilts. Okay. So let's say they ignore that. And they make the quilt anyway. Yeah. What are some tips that we can give these people? Do not wash the quilt. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Nick will um, plug that audio in from the other episode. <laughs> yeah. Do, do not, not wash the quilt. Don't. If it's a high level show, do not wash it. I'm, I'm not the crinkle police. I promise I love a crinkle. However, in the show, the washed quilt looks frumpy um no like it's fine if you've done that it's totally fine lacy um <laughs> but you know the joy that you get out of putting it in the washer and having it come out all crinkled and lovely uh-huh you can I, give that experience to somebody you love <laughs> for sure and i think part of it was part of um in my quilting journey it was i didn't want the person receiving it I didn't want them to be surprised when they took it out of the washer and it looked different from when I gave it to them. So True. I guess that's a good, you need to understand when you do quilt, gift a quilt that isn't washed. Yeah. The recipient, if they're not a quilter, needs to understand that it will change in the texture. Yeah. I think, I don't think either camp is wrong. I know there's some like die hard, wash it before you gift it people. Mm -hmm. And that's totally fine. And making sure colors don't bleed. Mm -hmm. which I get it. Yeah. I do get it, guys. I promise. Yeah. I'm not judging you. But as somebody that wasn't a quilter, um, I, and as a quilter currently, I love making my quilts, like, feel commercial, but they're, like, very obviously handmade. Right. So, like, I, like, if you bought a washed quilt from Target, it would feel used. Mm -hmm. So, like, I want to extend that same, like... I don't know, commercialism almost to yeah. like the recipient. So it like comes beautifully, like crisp, crisp and like yeah. freshly like <laughs> pressed and like well folded. And then like they mm -hmm. can snuggle it. And as soon as they wash it, it's like this whole new being. Yeah, that's true. So, kind well, of special. Yeah. And, um, and we had mentioned too, that, um, my worry has always been, you're going to wash it and then the colors are going to bleed and I can't control it when it wants it's to you. And I don't want that to happen to you, mm -hmm. but they've made these amazing things since I started quilting. I don't even think they were around 10 years ago when I started. Yeah. I heard about color catchers from, um, a quilting life, Sherry. McConnell is like adamant about the color catchers. She uh -huh. gets all of her quilts with them. And I know many other people do, but if you are a new listener, I've only been quilting for a year and a half. Um, so to have her guidance on that has been great. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Sherry pushes the color catchers and I am a big believer because what you do is you include them 
and you include care instructions for the quilt. Which I have some, I have a card on my website. Yeah, Lisa has a card that you can opt in and download for free. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can gift it with those things and then you're empowering them to care for it. You're empowering them to wash it first and like walking them through it. Right. And for Stacy and Fargo who don't know what color catchers are, mm-hmm. explain what they are. Um, it's like a dryer sheet and I'm not sure what the actual like chemical component of it is, but it catches any like loose dye that's in the water. Um, I have washed red fabrics and black fabrics with these and batiks bleed a ton. Um, and like the quilt comes out perfect and the color catcher, it's comes out like a wash dryer sheet (laughs) and it's saturated in color. Mm -hmm. And you're like, Oh, I am so glad it went to that. Right. And Um, not bled all over your quilt. Um, I think that there was one of our quilty friends in our group who still uses color catchers mm -hmm. for quilt she's had for 10 or 15 years. And it's still getting caught on the color catcher. So, uh, yes, adding that to your quilt is a great idea. Yep. And including it. And just, like, you can also, as part of the gift, extend, like, hey, like, let me know when you're ready to wash this, and I'd love to help you through it. You yeah. also, this is what I forgot to note. You learned something recently, slash were reminded of yes. something about the makeup of a quilt that you made, mm-hmm. and we wanted to make sure that people were... Not only aware of it, because I think probably most people have it in the back of their mind, but if you gift a quilt with With, this fiber content... With wool batting. (laughs) What do you need to be aware of? Wool batting cannot go in hot water. Or a dryer. Or or a dryer. Heat is bad for... So I recently made a Halloween quilt, if you've seen it on my Instagram, and it was a commission quilt, and I sent it off. And then Ash and I went to quilt market, and we're standing there with a batting person... And we're talking about all the types of batting and I'm learning new things because I'm still kind of new at long, long arming. And she says, well, don't forget that wool cannot be heat set in any way. And I went, what? <laughs> this woman just paid thousands of dollars for this quilt and I already sent it to her and I didn't remind her of that. And so right there in the in the festival, I texted her and I said, hey, don't put this in heat because... <laughs> That would be really bad. She holds it up and it's like a shrunk blankie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean this? Yeah. So be, <laughs> I know that um, batting can be really overwhelming. I know it is for me, um, which I think we should do an episode on it because I think that people would, it'd be helpful. Um, but just be aware of your, of all the fibers in your quilt and how they react. I don't know. I haven't used linen often. You use linen often. Yeah. Um, do they have to do anything different with linen? No, unless it's like a really loose woven linen, which you may not want to use for your quilt anyway, because right. you can see through the batting. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it washes really well. Okay. Nice, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10 recommend linen. <laughs> I, know. I need to make one of those. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. As far as just like contributing gifts and like creating waste it's something that like I wrestle with a lot and it's hard being a designer I I talked about this in the interview that I just did a couple weeks ago um it like when we create these quilt patterns like there's many different avenues you try to fill like a quick one a quick project And I really am grappling with like, oh, 
does the quilting industry need quick projects? And the answer is ultimately, yeah, like there's busy people and they deserve to have projects that fit their timeline as well. Um, but I get, we'll, we'll d tackle this in a different episode, but as far as just like the intentionality and contributing to waste and I think people need to be mindful of why they are making these gifts and these quilts. And I personally, like as a designer, like I will make at least two samples, three or four mm -hmm. of the same quilt just for the pattern release. And it's like, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> right. Gosh, I, I like it feels gross to have to like use that much fabric and then have this quilt. I mean... I find good homes for them, but it just, there's so much that goes into the behind the scenes of the quilting industry. And mm -hmm. I, we will be doing a future episode on this about like FOMO and like just keeping up. Right. And I, I want people to get back into like really enjoying quilting for right. like the, the art of it. Mm -hmm. um, well, just like, like you said, like slowing down yeah. and focusing on the quality. Yeah. And balancing that with like, you know, the mindfulness of doing something with your hands where you can check out of reality because it it doesn't have to be all about mm -hmm. slow making and like mm -hmm. using renewable <laughs> stuff. <Right>. Like <laughs> I would love that, but I, I'm also realistic. It's like not everybody has the same abilities and time and resources. And I, I don't know. I think as a community, we can probably find solutions to that, but... Mm -hmm. Going into the Christmas season, if you're feeling pressured to, like, make all 10 of your nieces and nephews gifts, just don't. Just don't. They they will appreciate it more if it comes in March out of the blue after you've spent a lot of time and energy and love on it versus, like, trying to, like, whip through it and it looks the exact same as their other nine mm -hmm. cousins, For you know? Sure. Um, and that's, like, another thing that we need to talk about. Sorry, I'm doing all the talking. No, I Getting love really it. Passionate, no, go for as it. I said. You did say that you I did had write a write whole a rant. rant. Um, I <laughs> went to the emergency to room a couple weeks ago. They gave me morphine for some stomach pain, and I wrote this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then turned around and had to get your teeth done. So yeah. it's been. I'm a hot mess over here, guys. I'm I know, fine. but we've had our best episodes yet. So <laughs> I'm keep, fine now. Keep on that train. <laughs> so don't do drugs, kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like just like focusing on quality over quantity yeah. and like you're going to have a, like the emotional connection to this item that you desire and the recipient will as well if you put your time into it. Right. And, and enjoy it and mm -hmm. love it. And that's the biggest thing that I took away from Quilt Market. I actually was surprised. I got home and realize that I needed to slow down more. I, I have lost in the last three months, I have lost why I like quilting. Yeah. And I thought I really need to slow down. So sure enough, I was making a t-shirt quilt the other day and was like, I really love this. Like, and really just trying to hone in on why I started all of this to begin with. Yeah. And like, it's not about perfection and making the perfect item, but I do think people like, are you, giving a quilt or are you giving a blanket right are you setting these people up to appreciate the art of quilting or are you just trying to make something quick 
to make sure that you check them off of your list. That you because have that's your skill. You're the quilter of the family. You should make them a, a quilt. Right. Right. And it just, it really doesn't have to be, guys. Everybody, you know quilting is expensive. <laughs> and so, like, if you're choosing fabric specifically for this person, this is going to be an expensive quilt. Don't put, like, so much time and effort into your boss's daughter's <laughs> first baby's quilt. <laughs> right. Now, if there's a technique that I did a, there's a technique that you wanted to try. I had just started, I mean, this was in like 2017 and I followed this influencer. This is kind of a cringy story, but I followed this influencer <laughs> and I was kind of obsessed with her and she was having like her fourth or fifth kid. And I was like, I'm totally going to make her a quilt. And then like, maybe she'll tag me like back before like <laughs> influencers, you. you know? And, um, I wanted to like try this it was literally half square triangles and it was a super easy quilt. It was early, early in my quilting career. I did minky backing and all the things and sent it to her. And I got radio of silence from her. <laughs> like I messaged her. I was like, Hey, I want to send you a quilt thinking like we could quote collaborate. And she never responded. <laughs> I don't know. And I didn't know until years later that she messaged me. She's like, Oh yeah, I did get that quilt. And then never heard from her again because my expectations were it was going to be this huge thing. And she's like, don't really care about you're gonna school. make it yeah <laughs> yeah so <laughs> you definitely have to manage your expectations of the recipients for sure and pe most people don't know the value of a quilt right they have no idea that you paid right over 80 dollars for that fabric <laughs> right and like yeah and it was kind of a quick afternoon project because i made it definitely smaller i think it was like a 40 by 40 inch but it was still my time and I'm thinking yeah. I'm like in my brain was thinking this whole big extravagant she was gonna have a post with her kid holding it now no nothing none of that happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah and just I don't know you can help manage your own expectations mm -hmm. and just be realistic in what you want them how you want them to react yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> um I also think that it's okay if it's not in their forever home yep it doesn't have to be a forever item. It can be mm -hmm. a 10-year picnic quilt right. that gets loved to death. And yeah. um, oh, you were talking about Mary Fawns. Yes. So one of the first times I saw Mary Fawns, I think she was at QuiltCon in like 2017. Um, she talked about how she would send the wedding recipients a picnic basket and a gift card to a grocery store, as well as the quilt, with the intention of, I need you to use this quilt. This is not meant to be on your bed. I specifically made this so it can be on the grass. And she said that it helped the recipients know, like, I can use this. And if it gets tattered after 10 years, you don't need to keep it. Yeah. You know, so I really like that idea for a wedding gift. Yeah, I think just like helping people envision it in our homes, which is... <laughs> embarrassing to say like something I think about as a designer aka business owner aka marketer aka <laughs> photographer aka entrepreneur uh, aka yeah, all the things that like a business would have like I do all the roles uh -huh. like you want the person to envision how it will be used in their home so we love quilt in the wild photos they're beautiful but if you're trying to sell that pattern mm-hmm and this goes for me too. I'm not above this. Like putting it in front of a brick wall doesn't help them see it on their bed. Right. Some people are just so visual and right. like they need you to say like, this is a couch snuggling quilt. Mm -hmm. This is a 
back of your car quilt. Which then can also lend to different types of batting, right? Like, why would I spend all the money on hemp batting, which is a new thing now, apparently. Mm-hmm. And that. And, <laughs> and, all the, and wool batting and all these things, if it's just going to be used outside as a soccer quilt. Like, go yeah. for the 80-20. You don't yeah. need to spend or the, the extra. the poly. Like, yeah, the poly. Don't, don't spend the extra money if yeah. it's not going to be hanging in a quilt show. Yeah. And also consider, like, your quilting density. If you mm-hmm. are making a quilt for a specific reason. If it's going outside and it's going to be washed oh, a yeah. bunch of times, you need to densely quilt that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to come apart those seams are gonna pop open you know yeah if it's gonna be used for a kid and kids gonna grow up loving it and like getting sick on it and that quilt needs to be washed a bunch you probably need to do more dense quilting a little bit dense even if you don't like the dense quilting Mm -hmm. you have to think about the other person yeah i'm just being like devil's advocate because (laughs) i love dense. i know you love dense quilting some people don't though (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and some people are the just get it done type, yeah. right? Like I genuinely just want to get it done. Yeah. Um, I know t-shirt quilts, I do a little bit quicker, get it done, but have to be mindful of those seams coming apart. Yep. And lastly, for this little section, I think if you are making somebody a quilt and you want them to use it in their home, deeply consider what their style of their home is. Yeah. If you're not sure maybe don't do it <laughs> yeah. um, or, or maybe let them help you choose fabric. That's a good idea. Um, I know Gigi just had a friend pick some fabric and it was so off the wall. <laughs> like it was some, did, had, did she show it to you at all? No. Um, yeah. It was an off the wall colors. Like I'm pretty sure it was like avocado green and like a really weird, they just did not go together. And she's like, this is so not my style, but she made it anyway. Cause she's like, my friend went to the store and loved it together, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think if you want them to love it, you either need to invite them into the journey with you. Mm-hmm. Like you can either take them and have them like help you pick the things. If you want them to like have it represent them, you can like straight up gift them the whole experience. If you think they are interested in quilting and they've uh, expressed interest in the past you can gift them like make a cute little coupon book or (laughs) give like give them the gift card to the local fabric shop that you Mm -hmm. are going to take them to and you guys can go together in january pick out your fabric in january make a plan for february for a sewing day right you know like you can make it a whole experience and spend the time making this quilt together and teaching them a skill and sharing your art that you love your craft that you love right and you can really do the quilting industry a big fave and pass <laughs> pass the love along for sure for sure next on the buying this is actually my favorite mm-hmm. which one <laughs> machine parts <laughs> no giving the gift of long arming yeah. <laughs> either like i don't know long arming is expensive so if you're buying for a quilter maybe give them the long arm. Yeah. Long arming. Hint, Lacey, just gift. I know. Hey, come. I, my, my books are open. I just told everybody on a podcast, my books are open. <laughs> just get an influx of long arm requests. Um, I do take mail in. Yeah. So go to my website, missyquilts.com. Yeah. I do can, have openings. You can work out with the, like your long armor that you, you know they use mm-hmm. and just do either, you know, it can it be could, short, like small, like 10 bucks to towards their next long arming. And like, that's, absolutely. that's enough. That's great. Oh, yeah. Um. Or the full thing. It doesn't have to be grand. Quilting mm-hmm. is expensive. And that would be a really cool 
That is really one of your best ideas you've ever come up Thank with. Thank you. I know. That was a really good one. <laughs> Next. Um, I like this one. If there's a machine part they've been wanting, um, a walking foot, but they wouldn't buy themselves. I mm-hmm. wanted a walking foot forever. And I kept telling people I wanted it. And I finally just bought it for myself. But... I know. I think we were sitting down here doing an episode mm-hmm. and you're like, I'll just buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I think so too. Because <laughs> at that point, it's just it. that one's a little bit more expensive. But again, if you're looking to buy for people who are, you know, your closer circle and they know they need it, it's a good investment for them. Um, yeah. Walking foot. I'm trying to think of any other parts. Scissors are always great. Yeah. Tools. And like, you don't have to think like totally into the notions Mm-hmm. rabbit hole it can really just be like here's a walking foot <laughs> right <laughs> or mm-hmm. you know yeah i really like gift cards i mean i buy things at joanne all the time still mm-hmm. you know um a lot of quilters i don't buy stuff from jo- i don't buy fabric from joanne but i buy a lot of notions from joanne i buy my interfacing from joanne with 50 percent off coupon so if i had a 30 dollar coupon coup- coupon <laughs> that was a throwback <laughs> to i think like maybe episode four <laughs> coupon <laughs> Um, I could use that towards a whole bolt of interfacing. And that goes a long way when the interfacing is 90 bucks for the bolt. Totally. So I really like that idea. I mean, that is a business expense now. I know. I know. I have a hard time. I actually had my father-in-law every Christmas does. Everybody in the family just sends him our Amazon list of what we want. (laughs) It has to be under $50. And we try to think of the most obscure things. So Lily this year asked for a plant, like a (laughs) fake plant. And Ava asked for a ukulele. <laughs> but like I told Mike, my husband, I there's nothing that I want in my life. I need quilting stuff. So I'm actually gifting myself a Tawa gauge, T-O-W-A gauge, to check my bobbin cool. tension for my long arm this year. And I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> We're nerds. We're nerds. So <laughs> that's also a good one for your long arm or tension gauge. Um, okay, one of my favorite like quilting items that I own like in my whole inventory, like out of my machines, everything. I love the encyclopedia of encyclopedia of pieced quilt patterns by Barbara Backman. And it is just a magical. I don't even know what this looks like. I kind of want to look it up. It's like so dense. It's so heavy. It's so, it's like a full on textbook. Mm -hmm. I don't know about the newest edition but they're like, I don't know, I think they're like 50 bucks on Amazon, probably. I wanted the old version. I love the little hand-drawn blocks. So in this encyclopedia of pieced quilt patterns, it doesn't give you the pattern. It gives you all of the blocks. And they're little hand-drawn illustrations. And you can sort through, like, by stars and just, like, get inspiration. And, like, if you're looking at an Ohio star, it shows you 50 more on the same page that are like kind of similar. And maybe you want to incorporate that into your quilt and like swap out a block. It is $50 on Amazon. Okay. We will link it, but this looks phenomenal. Yeah. You could get a used version from Amazon. I think yeah. I got mine for like- uh, This one says 10. 23. Okay. Yeah. It was super cheap. So wow. the like older editions are like just as good and super yeah. fun. The one on the one on here is- um, the third version that just came out in 2022. So yeah. there's three. So if you if you are one that needs help like envisioning the pattern, you can then take the name of that block. Wow. And then you can just Google search a pattern for it. On how to make that block. Yeah. 
That's really cool. So Christina and I, shout out Christina, Kindred Quilt Co. We were going back and forth and like she sent me a quilt pattern and it wasn't working because there was a certain like object that we could both see that we don't like to associate with and <laughs> pinwheels tend to look like it. And <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And we were like, man, this is so cute, but like I can't unsee it. Right. And I like pulled out my encyclopedia of peace quilt patterns and like I was looking for like similarities or like how she could like flip the block wow and rotate it and like we were having so much fun going back and forth granted like she was doing all the designing and why like, didn't I give this to this my father-in-law like, <laughs> I don't know. update it forget the Tawa yeah. thing <laughs> this and is incredible so yeah like if you're a quilter that is so fun there's also like color qu- color card swatches uh-huh. I'm just thinking about this one now it's not on our list <laughs> but no. like you can do like go really bougie they're super expensive like pantone color mm-hmm. cards which like maybe won't help you convert it to a kona or an art gallery but all of the major like fabric manufacturers have a color card book so if you're using solids or if you do most of your shopping online it is so helpful um i will like plug art gallery i know they're also like revamping their website but they show you the swatch of like a print on the website and below it, they show the complementary solid colors oh, that are like in cool. that swatch of fabric or really near their nearest solid color. So if you have that swatch book at home, you can pull it out and see, oh, I thought like on my monitor, this was show like reading really periwinkle, oh. but it's actually like a little bit more lavender than I thought. And you can decide like, oh, do I like that or not? Uh-huh. Like, that, well, that really helps people like me who are a little bit more challenged in the pairing yeah. of colors. And you can kind of like yeah. pick your palette a lot easier based on like those colors. Right swatches. in front of you. Yep. Oh, that's cool. I actually didn't understand why people bought those cards. Like I genuinely didn't. Like that totally makes sense though, because it is on your monitor. I mean, even when you and I Marco Polo and you're like, this color is not what's coming through on my screen. Right this now. is not lime green, I promise. This is not lime green. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Um, along the lines of books, um, coloring books are a great idea. Quilty yeah. coloring books. Yeah. My girls love like coloring my like pattern coloring pages. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of designers are now including those and they're pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think there's like a whole like niche industry of like coloring books and there are a lot of like quilt block coloring books oh yeah and our our listener actually made one it comes out december 5th i think okay early Mm -hmm. december so a couple weeks after this airs but you'll be able to buy it we'll link it Mm -hmm. um we got to check it out early and it's really cool it's really pretty it is really cool although i don't like coloring books they stress me out (laughs) do they stress you out no, they, they don't, don't stress me. me out. I just want to do my own thing. They don't call me very much. <laughs> but <laughs> but if there's like somebody in your life that like maybe likes to sew and maybe they're a new mom and they don't have time to sew and get all their stuff out and move it to their table and have to put it away by mm-hmm. dinner time, like maybe this is just a nice little gift to like keep their foot in the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this this book that we looked through had like a full quilt that you could color. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, but also with florals, and it was really interesting and really cool. Yeah. Um, what other books are there? Books, um, are, books are a good one. Yeah, I love I love books so much. I do too. <laughs> if you can't tell, we talk about books a lot. 
Um, okay. I want to plug our fellow podcaster friends and they're the hosts of Quilt Buzz. Um, they each have gorgeous, stunning quilt books. Um, Amanda of Broadcloth Studio has Quilt Your Own Adventure. And this book is for those of you that want to maybe dip your toes into improv, but you're kind of scared and you really need like the mathematical help of a pattern. It has it, but you're taking those maths Maths, maths, <laughs> and quilt you maths. are rearranging them however you like. So there's a formula for the for the book. You work through it and you make your own decisions, like a choose your own adventure book. Awesome. And you end up with like a really cool, unique quilt because you chose these different um, elements along the way and combined them differently. So that's really fun. So you're essentially like designing your own. Yeah. While figuring it out on your own. Yeah. Like how really empowering cool is that? Yeah. <laughs> Um, like for people who want to steer away from, I don't want to just make patterns. I want to, I have an idea. Yep. I want to figure it out. That's really yeah. cool. All the math is there. The like instructions for like constructing it are there. Amanda did a really cool thing for the quilting industry, mm -hmm. I think. Um, and then Wendy, her co-host, my friend Wendy, um, she, her most recent book, well, her most recent book is actually a baby quilt book. It is? Yes. It's actually called My First Quilt wilt words or something and like the little pictures of the book are quilted like they're pieced blocks and so it's like i don't know cat or whatever dog yeah, first words with cute quilted friends yeah a padded board book for infants and toddlers it's adorable oh my god um i so can get it overnight if i order it right now <laughs> <laughs> we'll link that um her grown-up books are beautiful wendy and i have pretty similar styles i like to refer to myself as her emo mm -hmm. design twin <laughs> um, <laughs> counterpart is the word yeah, i was looking for yeah. um so hers is called the quilted home handbook mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of projects in there my favorite is her like she has a quilted sleep mask I'm, Ava would die. My I'm youngest. dying to make one. So maybe Ava and I can have a sew day. <laughs> or she I'll just make it. her own. <laughs> yeah, make her own. Um, but yeah, like all there's cute smaller projects as well as quilts that you can make. And Wendy has such a good eye for design and like color placement. Um, I know I said this about Taylor when we did our interview, but Wendy's really similar in the way that the way that she designs her patterns, the color translates really well, like regardless of which fabrics you plug in and like swap them with. So shout out to Wendy and Amanda. Yep. And then Quality our friend. other friend. Our other friend, Aaron. Yep. Who we met. Yes. Recently. Um, Love So Modern. Aaron is so talented. Oh my gosh. You might she's not so know. Sweet. If you're like me and you don't remember people's like names to a, like Instagram accounts very well, like you might not be like remembering who she is, but I promise you, you've probably seen her work. Mm -hmm. um, she does like super cool retro like roller skates and <laughs> cassette tapes and cool stuff like that. She and had like, snails. Her sticker yeah, was snails. Oh ones. my gosh. Oh, so cute. I want to be Erin. So she has a new book releasing. It got pushed back a little bit, but it will be out just before Christmas. Um, you can pre-order it and it should be arriving. Let me check out Amazon. Hold on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the 19th. Oh, it's not bringing it up. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll add it in the show notes. I'll I'm pretty sure it, it comes out 
December 19th, so you can pre-order it now on Amazon, and it should ship to you and hopefully be there before Christmas. Um, but we got to, like, physically thumb through it at Quilt Market, and it is just a good, solid group. December 19th. Heck yeah. <laughs> but it's pre-order right now on Amazon. It's such a good collection of that's projects. Like, well, and that's like a good price point, too. Yeah. And you get something that you get forever. I also love books. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about this at Quilt Market, I think, that I don't genu- generally purchase individual patterns. If a maker has a book with multiple patterns, I'd rather buy that because I want to see the pictures and everything else they yeah. do. Yeah. So good job, Erin. Yeah. And like... When we post this episode and you, if you have other book recommendations, you're welcome to like, just shout them out in the comments on under this episode. So yep. Yep. Think, we would love to see what else you have, yeah, what, what other places, what other books you love and things you love. Yeah. You guys can like crowdsource some ideas. Yep. Um, unpinning, we are, we have curated items in our shop and created a special sub like section for stuff that is under $15. Which is like perfect for even like a favorite things party. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there, I mean, it's under 15, but there's plenty of stickers and like mm-hmm. other items. I think I'm just going to say, we're going to put maybe the logo shirt. If we say it, it has to be done. Yep. I think that's how we roll. I think we'll like maybe discount the logo shirt. To, oh, we should. To fit in there. I think we I think can we probably should. manage Through the that. end of the year. Yeah, through, through the end of the year. Because you can give your fellow Threadhead friend yeah. a logo shirt. I think we won't be making any money on them at we that barely price make money point, right now. And that's fine. <laughs> we want people to have our logo. It's our gift to you. <laughs> yes, it's our gift to and you. You get a free sticker with it. <laughs> with I I feel like in the last like couple months, our Threadhead community has really grown. And they are so supportive and so kind. And we get very little hate. Yeah. I feel like I don't want to say that too loud to the universe. Because... <laughs> <laughs> so it can be Don't our gift to you because we will we will mark those down a tiny bit to make it break even okay and like kind of finally my personal brand of gifts is like consumable <laughs> gifts like experiences or like a food item or a snack or something that can be like made or crafted and then be done like mm-hmm. it, you don't have to find a permanent place for it in your home but like things that quilters are already going to use, like thread, yep. rotary blades. Yes. You can give them sewing machine needles, which you should be replacing regularly, guys. Yeah. Like after every quilt. Uh, people actually have asked me how my long arm is running so well. And I'm like, I literally oil it and change the thread, the needle and the thread, like every single quilt. And some people say that's like too often. <laughs> like I want my stuff to be nice. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I like the favorite snacks. Yeah. That's a good idea. Because yeah. everybody, you know, you're sitting there right now sewing yep. with your bowl of M&M's <laughs> for Halloween. And now you're choking and laughing at Lacey <laughs> on your chocolate M&M's and peanut M&M's. Because you know that you're sitting there eating them. <laughs> you can put like a cute little gift basket with their little snacks and uh-huh. some rotary blades and just set them up. Usables are good. Yeah. What is not good is walking into Hobby Lobby and grabbing something off the craft aisle. Yeah. Or the little signs. We don't no need offense. the signs. No <laughs> signs. <laughs> I'd rather have a bowl, you know, for mm-hmm. my stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's tons of like little handmade little um, like 
what am I thinking? Uh, pin cushions and like oh, yeah. cute stuff like that for like your dear quilting friend. But like, don't feel like you need to go at it for everybody, you know? You, yeah. I think people, I don't know. I, I would rather take like even our little labels that we have, five pack of labels, mm-hmm. getting a little five pack of labels over just something that I walked into Walmart and grabbed, I would take that yeah. 10 times over. Like a $15 little package of labels versus uh-huh. like a yeah. $50 thing that I have to fit in my kitchen. Right. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm dead serious. I would probably cry over the labels. It's like, <laughs> right. oh my gosh, you saw these and you thought of me. Yeah. Versus like, oh, you were trying to check me off your list. Yeah, don't check me off list. That's my. <laughs> I think that's my biggest gift giving giveaway is that you don't need to walk around a store to find me something, mm-hmm. you know, and although I don't know if everybody's like that. Yeah. Oh, along the lines of gifting long arm service, you can also gift a like cleaning, like service for the, the machine. The too. machine. That's a good like, idea. Husbands, that's a bomb. Husbands. Mm-hmm. Idea. Yep. Husbands, spouses, partners. Uh-huh. You're not all, you're not all women. We, know. <laughs> we, know. we appreciate you. Quilt, official quilt holders, which yep. we have a shirt for as well. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> which is plugging all the things. Yep. Okay. Um, and then I wanted to end with what would be your number one? What's your personal pick? I, I like how you had this on the list and I didn't even notice it till now and I have no idea. <laughs> like a quilt. Are you just trying to get my quilt? My, my gift list? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. like right here on air what do you want for christmas <laughs> <laughs> you just end up with a mailbox flooded with yeah. rotary blade cutters <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um i mean everything on this list is so great um as i said before i feel like i there's parts of me that feels bad that i love quilting stuff but i love quilting stuff i love when people see something and they're like this reminded me of you quilting books, quilting, learning new techniques. Um, I'm getting into a world of where I really want to start doing long arm custom quilting. I want to teach myself that. I think that's my next venture in life. You say it on the podcast, so it's real. Yep. It's going to happen now. And so learning and getting books about that would be really cool. Uh, you could always purchase workshops for people. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty low. I'm not a big gift receiver though. I don't like receiving gifts very I would rather spend time with you. What about our... People that are going to be attending a white elephant, not a white elephant, but like a gift exchange. In our guild, we have a favorite things gift exchange. Uh-huh. It's like an item under, I think, I think our guild might have done like 20, actually. Yes. Maybe, or 15. I think it was higher. Uh-huh. Typically, it's like 10 or 15. Which is, I like the $20 because you get something a little bit nicer. I thought I did a good gift when I did like a retractable scissors that like open mm-hmm. and it didn't go well. Not that I, know, I, I think it did. People, not that like it was like, oh, I need everybody to be like, ooh, swoon over it. everybody. Everybody it got stolen. Everybody's gifts were really great, um, but I think if I was to do it again, I'd do like a bundle, like fabric bundle of blacks and whites, like I love. Um, I, I feel like what I gave went well, but I can't remember what you it was. You did the black and white bundle of. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, I did. Um, it had like something with it though. Um, but what I received was like a little mini pressing iron. I think they're called like the steam vests, but mm-hmm. heads up everybody. Those were recalled. 
they were. <laughs> they were starting fires, I guess, because they don't have an off switch. So oh, there are other brands and other options and they do have off switches. So like just like a tiny little, it's like a palm sized iron. Oh. And I take it to like our guild sewing days and like that's uh-huh. my travel iron because it's just so tiny and I can bring my little pressing mat and just like do tiny things and not have to yeah. fight over the big ironing station. I love organizational things. I didn't know it was a thing that they had um, thread clips that go over oh, your with, thread. Over the bobbin and over they the bobbin. plug into your thread that they match. Uh-huh. Yeah. That would those that was really cool. Because cool. with the with my long arm I have a ton of bobbins full and they just like the thread just hangs and it kinda like makes me crazy. <laughs> Do you wanna know my O C D? Yes. Um when I was first starting quilting, I went like down twelve amazon pages to try to find clear ones because i wanted them all to match right when you buy a multi-pack they come in different colors drives and... me crazy that's why i don't do the clips oh, yeah. clip. remember that was one of my first questions i came to you yeah. with i was like so where do i buy these in just one color yeah like i'm and about to the, buy 12 they're packages called binding clips and they're just the tiniest little yeah clip. Like and the they're, they're clips. obnoxious red i yeah. think i have red ones and i'm like why can't these be clear or black yeah i was like i just want all the same color mm-hmm because I feel like they do different things if they're different colors. <laughs> I did find all yellow. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you guys were really worried about me. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm kind of tired about talking about things. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's everything. I think so too. All right. Let's move on to what we are digging. Yeah. Um, do you want me to go first? Yeah. I am digging eyebrow scissors. <laughs> Have you never had eyebrow scissors? No. I was never taught how to do my eyebrows, but I use my eyebrow scissors for my eyebrows now. But I put a little clippy on the side or a little, um, what do you call it? The hook. Don't look at me. Hook. The hooks that you hook to the wall with the sticky thing. Command. Thank you. Command Mm -hmm. hook. I put a command hook on my long arm. Like just on the side. So then I put my eyebrow scissors and I hang them up <laughs> on the little command hook so that when I'm doing all my stuff, I can just have like little tiny scissors right there to help me clip. Oh, you're using them for quilting for and quilting. Not for your eyebrows. <laughs> but also my eyebrows if I need them. <laughs> Critical piece of information. <laughs> and was... so I bought some from Amazon yesterday. And they were like overnight delivery and they showed up and I bought two. Is there $6.99 for two? And it gets to me and one had fallen out. And I, so I only got one pair and I was really mad about it. What a scandal. So eyebrow scissors is what I'm digging. What are you digging? Um, can I say two things? Yes. Okay. My first one is quick and I, I feel like I always pull out like a TikTok reference, but I'm digging the children of the late Steve Irwin. Um, Robert oh. Irwin is just like moving in his own way and just like an incredibly good person doing incredibly good human things and like upholding his father's legacy and like furthering like, I mean, their whole family's legacy. Like his mm-hmm. mother is also a scientist and um like lover of nature and like just it's super cool and inspiring to like watch this this kid who like we all watched his father like yeah 
like leave this earth and it uh-huh. was really tragic really and sad quickly. and yeah. to see like his children doing well mm-hmm. and doing good and um like that doesn't mean that they are without pain but that they they've just adjusted well and yeah mm-hmm. i think that's like all we hope for when tragedy strikes for and sure. like we want that happy ending yeah and like it, i think even as a parent i'm like oh like Okay, they could still be like a Robert Irwin. (laughs) (laughs) My legacy is nothing like Steve Irwin's, but there's hope. (laughs) Um, But my second one is just, I'm loving quilt friends. We got to do quilt market and it was so, so (laughs) special and hanging out with people that we admire online and getting to see our friends we already know and new friends. Yeah, new friends. It's just... so special and you guys the thing that I took away from quilt market is that this industry it's not changing it's evolving and we have people in place young people in place that are like really passionate about this industry and they are moving it and like helping champion like not new, but just creative solution to the problems that we are um, encountering. And just there was so much passion from like people oh, yeah. in our generation in that market. It's so welcoming. Like, yeah. Just, More welcoming than I ever thought. Yeah, people like sons of these original like <laughs> CEOs and founders of these like batting companies. Mm-hmm. I met one at the airport. Um Michael, the batting heir of the warm (laughs) company. Um, Like, just like these people are stepping into these new roles and they're taking over their family businesses. And that's so special. Mm -hmm. Like, it could have gone to some random stranger. And like, they've made so many connections in this niche industry. Yeah. And their children are taking over, which like kind of loops back to Steve Irwin's kids. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just... There's a lot of excitement and good things coming from this generation. And I'm really proud of us. Yeah. We're moving it along. Yeah. Tear. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. That's all. We'll stop making you guys emotional. All right. Remind me about the merch. Okay. Reminder. <laughs> this is your reminder about the merch to go check it out. Check out that 15 and under tab. Check out the merch that you want for yourself. All the shirts. Official quilt holder. Get that one for your partner. Yep. That's a good one. That's a good Christmas gift. Then they can wear it when you're at quilt festivals with them. Yep. And then they know who that person is. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want any unlabeled quilt holders going around. (laughs) Um, And then don't forget, you can catch us on our Off Mondays live on Instagram. And you can find us and the show notes at thegratefulthreadpodcast.com or on Instagram and we are at the Grateful Thread Podcast. I'm Messy Quilts, at Messy Quilts, and also MessyQuilts.com. It's super original. <laughs> well, that's just consistent branding, Lacey. <laughs> and you can find me, Ashlyn, at UrbanDwellStudio.com or UrbanDwellStudio on Instagram. I got both of those. The Grateful Thread Podcast is created, hosted, and produced by Ashlyn Downs and Lacey Messerly. Our sound engineer is Nicholas Downs. Don't forget that we love reading those reviews on Apple Podcasts and that those ratings help other quilters find our community. 
So consider it extending an invitation to someone out in the Quiltiverse when you hit those five stars and share your favorite episodes in your review. And if you didn't like it, we would love to read your review in cross-stitch form. Post it, tag us. Bye, Bye Threadheads. Threadheads.